If you're loving the work podcast and want to support future episodes, become a loyal Patreon today. You get behind the scene photos, first look at videos, extra pod content, including the game and fan questions, plus exclusive merch too. Become a Patreon today. Welcome back to work. I'm your hostess, Trinity the Tuck, and today we're catching up with the winner of season one of Drag Race UK, The Vivian. We're going to talk about her experience on the show and so much more. Check it out. Hi guys, welcome back to work. I'm your hostess, Trinity the Tuck, and today my very special guest is the first winner of RuPaul's Drag Race UK, the Vivian. Hi. How's it going? <laughs> I'm good. How are you, Gorge? I'm I'm here, girl. I'm I'm living the life of of uh COVID-19. Living the life of lockdown. <laughs> <laughs> right. Oh my gosh, um, I'm super excited to talk with you today. You're so fun. Well, how is it in the UK with COVID? Oh, girl, it's just, I mean, I suppose it's pretty similar to over there. You know, we're in complete lockdown still. Um, things are easing up a little bit, but I mean, that's just, you know, just visiting family and stuff like that. I mean, there's no, there's no sign on the horizon of when we can get back to work or anything like that. It's, you know, it's super scary, you know, and especially for the local queens and, you know, people who aren't as, you know, financially stable as us and stuff. It's just so, so scary for, for what's going on with the drag world and the whole world as well. Not just us queens <laughs> sounding selfish. <laughs> no, 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 no. I mean, you, you are right. It is very scary for uh, local entertainers. I did, um, you know who Suzanne Barsh is? Yeah. Okay, she does this um, show. Well, it's it's a it's a club night in New York, but right now it's a digital show um, that she does every Thursday called On Top. And um, she asked me to be part of it to get interest of people buying tickets because that's how she's helping her local um, local entertainers in New York. And she's like, I can only pay you pennies. And I was like, Girl, just keep keep those couple of dollars. I'll just come do it to to help you guys out. Are you guys doing, um, any of the, the girls from Drag Race UK doing anything to help local entertainers there? Yeah, I mean, I've been trying to, uh, my friends from, you know, the clubs that, I think every queen has a club that was always their kind of home club. Yeah. Uh, you know, that that was their stomping ground and that's where I kind of got my big break and, it, you know, in, to start drag. And um, so those queens have been doing their, you know, Facebook lives and Instagram lives and I've been jumping on and sharing and, and trying to jump on and, you know, just spread the word that these queens are, you know, if you can, if you can afford to tip, then just give them a tip. And I think that's the most important thing that I've been trying to do is just bring awareness to, you know, because I get so many fans kind of messaging me asking to send me money and I'm yeah. like, I'm, I'm like, oh, babe, no, please save your money. Save your money. I'm, I'm doing what I can. I'm okay right now. I want you to look after yourself. And do you know what? If you want to send a local queen, maybe two pounds even, you know, because a lot of the time when we're um, in work in the UK, the 
the customers will buy us a drink or something like that. So we, to what the local queens have been saying was, you can buy me a drink, say it was three pounds, stick it in my PayPal, and and that's fine. So right. I'd rather I'd rather people look after the local queens rather than thinking of me. It's lovely that they're thinking of me, but <laughs> no, I totally yeah, I, I'm right there with you. I would rather you know if you're gonna if you're gonna want if you want to support me, support my projects that I'm doing. So, you know, you can buy merch. But as far as like tipping goes, definitely, I you know, I think that you should just save that for your local entertainers because it's really, really important. They're not working, you know. Yeah, it, definitely. Um, so um, that's great that you're doing that. That's, it's super important to use your platform. But so you are the first winner of RuPaul's Drag Race UK. Yes. Congratulations <laughs> again. How does that feel? Oh, my God, crazy. Well, it was crazy. The first time that we met was... It was just before it aired, wasn't it? And we were kind of, you know, we, we couldn't say too much, but you knew that I was on and I, I think I told you that I was on the show. And um, and then six months later, here, you know, here we are. And I've I got know. a crown. We both got a crown, girl. Yes. Well, I knew it, when I met you, I'm like, uh, I told Leo later that night after we had like met you and we saw you perform and, and you know, I found out that you were on the, the season I was like, I, I don't know who the other queens are, but this bitch is going to win. Like, she is super talented. You sing live, and your makeup is gorgeous. You remind me a lot of drag here in the States, in the South, because you're just so polished. Oh, um, thank you. Do you know, it's always something I've took pride in. I think when I started wanting to get into drag, it was always, you know, it was always the, you know, the next trick that I was going to learn and then I found out about you know because when I started doing drag it was like 12 years ago and nobody in the UK padded or nobody kind of wore nails or anything like that so it was it was kind of finding through YouTube and RuPaul's Drag Race and stuff like that because when I started drag drag race wasn't a thing it wasn't it wasn't even a show right uh, so then when it happened I was like wow that is the kind of drag you know so you know seeing these American queens that come up in the pageant system and I was just like, what the hell? This is, you can change your body shape. You can do all of this. So I was kind of, the, I was the only queen that I knew that was padding at the time, which is crazy because pads now are just like the normal thing. You start drag, you get pads, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> yeah. Do you guys have even, do you even have pageants there in the UK? No, there's no, we don't have pageants here. Like it's that, just not a thing. That we, is drag, crazy. Yeah, because you you guys over there, that's kind of where drag came from, isn't it? The pageant system and the ballrooms and everything like that. But we, it kind of came up through theatre over here. So I think you and I should start a pageant in the UK. Oh, we should definitely. I'm not. I'm not even kidding. (laughs) I totally would love to do that. That would be such a fun thing to like introduce to the scene there. Just just for for them to have fun and. Um, yeah, we could, let's talk about it. Seriously, uh, that, that'll yeah. be a, another conversation outside of this podcast, but, uh, UK, watch out when all this is over with, pageants are coming to you. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Um, so for everyone out there who's listening now, they're going to listen to this on a Monday, this upcoming Monday. This is a Friday where we're actually recording this the day of the finale so we don't know who won yet you will know when you listen to this who won so just think like you haven't learned who's winning yet because we're going to have a conversation about season 12 so um who are you rooting for for season 12 oh i'm jader all the way 
Jada, yeah, me too. Oh, just she is just from the even from that promo look, I was like, well, she is just put together. She is done, and the fact that she walked in that workroom and throughout the season has just been so much, so lovable. And so much fun. And, you know, she's not afraid to make a fool out of herself. She's not afraid to have fun and be stupid and still be polished to the absolute toenail. Is just, yeah. oh, she's she's a work of art. She's she fabulous. really is. She's so good. So we're going to talk more about uh, season 12 in a minute. I um, I just wanted to get that out of the way because I'm like, I, I want to know who you're rooting for because I... If if, it, if you were rooting for somebody else, I'm. This is over. We're done with this conversation. I'm <laughs> At just least kidding. We're on the same page, <laughs> right? Um, so, you have a new song out that just came out called "Tonight." Um, yes. Yes. Tell us about it. Uh, so it's a new song called "Tonight," and uh, it's my first ever single, and it's it still feels weird saying that because I I never thought you know i was never one of those queens that was like i'm gonna release a single and i'm gonna do this i was just like i'm just gonna carry on being me and just hopefully get better gigs and more money for it <laughs> but you're a phenomenal singer though like I, I like that's the first time i ever saw you as you sang live and you were so good you know you're not like a um like a queen who thinks they can sing you are le- legitimately a queen who can sing so um <laughs> the song is phenomenal thank you yeah i'm really happy with it i like it um and it's got a really good response as well. So are you, you planning on, on releasing Spotify? <laughs> yes. Are you are you planning on releasing more music? Maybe we've been talking. To, my manager's been talking this week, and we're definitely going to do something else. So yeah. Okay. I think we're cool. going to do some more. <laughs> good. 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 It's it's so good. So I want to talk about some tea, girl. Are you ready for some tea? Like some drama, some uh, 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 some controversy. Oh God! Give it to me. <laughs> Give it to me. I, I, what I love about you is that you tell it like it is, and you tell the truth, and you just speak what's on your mind. So um, let's see what you have. What your opinion is about this? Okay. So um, there was some controversy over your win because yeah. some people, not me, but some people thought that Davina should have won. What are your thoughts on that whole controversy? yes come on tell us the tea (laughs) do you know what everyone has their favorite queen and you know some people wanted davina to win some people wanted me to win but unfortunately i won so not not unfortunately fortunately fortunately unfortunately unfortunately for her fortunately for me um but I mean, that's just how it happened, and I think, um, I think I deserved it, and I think what happened happened, and I'm glad it did. And you I know, agree. there's no hard, no hard feelings. I mean, it's just it, though you can you twelve queens walk into that workroom or ten queens walk into that workroom for the UK season. Only one person can walk out with that crown, right? So, so that means there is going to be a lot of a lot and lot a lot of unhappy fans somewhere, <laughs> somewhere, where, you know. Whether Davina would have won, I'm sure that there'd have been a lot of people screaming that I should have won or Bagger should have won. Or No one's ever going to be happy with right. whoever wins. You could put a crown on every fucking queen that walks in that room. There'd still be unhappy people out there. <laughs> yeah, oh, well, look, take it from All Stars 4, girl. They they were not happy that there was a double <laughs> win. And, I mean, girl. Anyway, um, well, how is your relationship with Davina? Uh, at the minute, we I it was her birthday two weeks ago. I said happy birthday to her. 
Um, yeah, we we still chat in the group chat. It's just one of those things that you know. Sometimes, I think the th- the thing is, I think sometimes you don't. Sometimes you're just not friends with someone, and that's yeah, okay. That is okay. Yeah, that's totally okay. Sometimes I mean, people just, just don't click. Just because me and Davina don't click. Just because we do drag does not mean, and we were on the same show, does not mean we are going to be best friends. And that is okay. You can still have respect for someone and work with someone professionally and not be, quote unquote, best friends. Yeah, I totally get it. Totally get it. There's- yeah, of course. I mean, I'd never do, I'd never do her wrong. I'd never, um, you know, I'd always have her back if she needed it. But I th- I just think sometimes people just, you know, have different lives and opinions on things and we just yeah. don't judge. And that's fine. And I think trying to force it would be more detrimental to just accepting the fact that, listen, we, we, we just don't get on. <laughs> right. And she is fabulous at what she does. She's fabulous at what she does. You're fabulous at what you of do. Of course. She's super, she's super talented. Yeah. And, and, that, and that's okay. Well, let's move on from that topic. Um, I want to move that, that leans me into the, the first um, real topic, which is Drag Race Rundown. Mm-hmm. And um, they're recording the finale today, um, but we don't know who won yet. So um, you think, now I know you said that Jada is who you're rooting for. Who do you think is going to win? I hope, I hope it is Jada. And I mean, I, I think, I think it will be Jada. Yeah. Um, and I say that because Crystal is amazing. Like I, she is so much fun. I love watching her. She's the sweetest person. Just there's nothing you can't like about Crystal. You know, there's there's nothing you there's nothing you can dislike about Crystal. You watch her. She's funny. She makes you laugh. Rue loves her. Um, I just think that the crown's got to go to Jada. Yeah, I Gigi, mean, and I, Gigi was doing so well at the beginning of the competition, and then I don't know what it was. I don't know what happened. I don't know whether she got in her head. Uh, but something something switched in Gigi halfway through the competition. Yeah. And and I can't put my finger on what it was, but it's, Jada has just been Jada through the whole thing. Like, Crystal found herself halfway through, Gigi switched in the middle, but Jada's been Jada since day one, and I think that is why she should get the crown. Yeah, I, I totally agree with you. I think that um, we will see what happens tonight because, you know, Drag Race, they love to pull a good old stunt girl. <laughs> no. <laughs> Do they? <laughs> in first time in Drag Race history, we have a three-way tie. <laughs> oh, my God. Can you imagine three crowns? Oh. Can you imagine? In first, <laughs> in first time in Drag Race history, I'm keeping the money myself. <laughs> no one wins. Oh, gosh. Blue masks. Girl, hello. <laughs> um, what do you think about this whole like finale at home thing? Oh my god! I think. Do you know what I feel for the season twelve queens so much because you know you kind of you want to get on this show. You finally got on this show. You've sat on a secret for seven months, and then boom, COVID nineteen hits the world. Yeah, and you can't leave your house. You can't, you know, those queens should have been making their money right now. And all of a sudden, they can't, they can't leave the house. You know, all they can do is online stuff, which, I mean, how are you, how do you feel about doing the online stuff? I, I I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. 
God, I hate it. I, I hate everything about it. <laughs> I just, I'm. What I miss is I do drag for the fans and and uh -huh. the and the the energy I get from the fans. So yeah, to, to not have that like interaction from them, it's just not the same. You know, I yeah. I love doing my podcast and I love doing my pot my work live, which is um, my podcast, but with video. Um, because I'm, I am having interaction with another person, but yeah. like to, to lip sync to a camera is just not fun. No, it's horrible. And say, like, I get so many requests and will you do this? Will you do that? Would you mind just doing a video? And I go, and I say, I've got to be completely honest, unless I feel like I love what I'm doing in that moment, there's no point in me doing it because yeah. it's just going to kill my soul. And it, it's so hard because it's, kind of the only way we can do it at the minute but at the same time it's it's killing the flame on the creativeness and everything about it so yeah it's hard the one thing i will say about them doing the finale at home at least they the girls i mean unless they they tell them no they'll have a little bit more control over their set what what how they perform what they do so it, it could end up being very very interesting like maybe instead of just costume changes they do like uh, prop changes or, or back backdrop changes or you know yeah. um, so could be something very interesting I don't know um, but that is the one thing that is, that is going to make it interesting because depending on what the girls do that really could be how whoever wins you know because look at season nine <laughs> whoever's got the nicest bathroom gets the crown <laughs> <laughs> whoever has the nicest towels and 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 light fixtures I live. <laughs> I mean, what if you what if what if you had awful lighting in your house? Yes, like, seriously. Like, no. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, you don't get the crown, Jada. You had you had really bad lighting. <laughs> um, what do you think? You saw what Rue wore for the reunion, which was that like yes. <laughs> wrestling face mask. Well, let's talk about that. I mean, I think it was either the most genius thing in the world because he has had the whole internet talking about it and they're still talking about it today it's all on my news feed all you see is the memes and the you know the ninja super what are they called teenage, yeah teenage, teenage mutant ninja and turtles yeah <laughs> so i you know and i think i mean has he had a bit of work done or i mean that's what i would say i hope i, would, I hope i love somebody that has a good work done you know so well yeah i, I mean it's the perfect time to have it done as well. Yeah. I mean, except for that we can't go in person to see these doctors. But, I mean, I would totally have went and got some lipo, a facelift, another <laughs> nose job. You know, I'm like five nose jobs in. What's another couple? <laughs> um, so, speaking of what she wore, what do you think she's going to wear for the finale tonight? Oh, my God. I don't know. I mean, I... Listen, I mean, it's public knowledge that you, we know Rue doesn't put herself together. And that is fine. I mean, she's a huge celebrity. Why, you know, I, I don't get why this is still a conversation that people have, especially online. Like, oh, my God, she doesn't paint her own face. I'm like, well, no, well, no neither does any celebrity that you see on TV. Right. Um, it, I think we're, we're going to get Man RuPaul. Yeah. Workroom, workroom RuPaul. I think we're going to get that. And I don't see why that should be a shock. I mean, we, we kind of all know that the world is fucked. We know that everybody can't leave the house. So 
is Rue going to put himself in a position where he's not going to look his best? No, he's never going to do that. He's not stupid. Right. So, I mean, we're going to get Floyd RuPaul, I think. Yeah. I, I, I wonder if she's going to pull uh, a mask again. I mean, the thing is, is it, it like you said, it, it got the internet talking, bitch, and, and any publicity is good publicity. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, talking about Drag Race, um, I know that y'all filmed a while ago, so by now you guys should have already been ready to film another season of Drag Race UK. Were they in talks or plans or were they already filming Drag Race UK? They were you know already of? filming. Yeah, they were already filming and they had to stop. Um, so so the, girls, the girls for the cast had to go home had with all of their home. drag? I, I don't know what happened. I don't know the ins and outs of it. All I know is that they had to stop. Can you um, imagine if they got there and the girls that were left in the competition got to see what other girls were wearing and they went home and they're like, no, bitch, I'm, I'm redoing my wardrobe to go That's back. That's exactly what I said. How amazing would that be? But the silver lining of all of this means that I may be possibly the longest crowned winner in Drag Race history. <laughs> Work! Well, good for you. <laughs> Nobody's getting it. <laughs> I live, I live. Um, so you're a winner... I'm a winner. Um, <laughs> if they ever have a all winners season, would you do it? Oh, 100%. And who I'd do you think would do win? It. Who do you think would win? I don't know. Um, I th oh. There's a lot. I'm, there's a lot of good talent and everybody's so different. Yeah, there's... I, I, I mean, it's one of those things you never know until it happens. Yeah. You know, I mean, you watch a season. How many times have you seen the meet the queens and you go, oh, she's going to be amazing. And then she's out of the door straight away. Well, I mean, I'm telling you... example, when I worked into the workroom and saw Gothy Kendall, I was like, oh, shit, she's tiny, she's gorgeous, she's skinny. And then she was gone episode one. So you just ne you just never know. Well, I'm telling you right now, I was all nice and, and, uh, and uh, fair for All-Stars. If we get on an all-winner uh, all season, bitch, I'm eliminating all y'all. Uh, the strongest competitor <laughs> first, bitch. That's it. I mean, when it comes to all stars and it comes to the eliminations, I always think send them home. Like all of this nicey nicey, and let's all be friends. And it's just like, no, give me that crown. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Speaking of all stars, um, all stars five is airing literally next week. I cannot believe that it's 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 here. Um, we've waited and waited and waited. Um, are you familiar with all the girls that are on it? Yes, they were all um, DragCon London. Yes, yeah, that is so bizarre because I think that they were planning on having All Stars air before season twelve, but some for some reason that didn't happen, and then the yeah, and I think it was we were all sat in the you came to the Thai restaurant with us, didn't you? Yes, we were all sat there, and we we all kind of went right. So this is the All Stars five cast then. Yeah, I live. <laughs> so who do you think is going to win, or who are you rooting for? Uh, I don't. I definitely some Juju B, some Angina. Um, I can't wait to see what Derek does as well. Yes, I am so excited for this cast because it has a lot of old school Drag Race girls. I have been waiting for Angina to be on for so long. I just love her. Um, Jujubee's been on two seasons and she's just a, she's great TV. I have to root for, and I've been saying this the whole time, I have to root for my season nine sister Shea Coulee because she oh, is course. fierce. 
amazing. Um, but, India Farah. Oh, India. And I've known India for many years. She's so good. She's going to be such a good entertainer. Um, oh, she's so lovely. I can't wait for her to lip sync if she if she wins a, a, a an episode or something because she's such a good performer. Yeah, I saw her in Vegas um, two years ago. Uh, um at the drag brunch and she was phenomenal i need some chanel on all stars you know i would be very interested to see chanel come back for all stars because i think it'd be amazing tv i i think she would be amazing tv i also think um now that she's older and wiser she she might have a different viewpoint of like not being so abrasive <laughs> um but maybe I mean still very headstrong, but I think maybe she wouldn't be as abrasive. Um yeah. but, but her wardrobe is like undeniably oh, one of the best of any drag race girl. It's just so and have you seen her house? She's been posting pictures of her house this week on social media that she's just um designed all the interior and it is stunning. It looks like a Versace hotel or something. It's yes. Beautiful. I love it. It, it. It's like, it's one of those houses that you go in and you're like, you take off your shoes and you don't want to touch anything. You don't want to sit down. <laughs> yeah. You're like, you're like, I don't want a glass of water. Cause I don't want to hold this expensive cup, bitch. Um, <laughs> and good for her. Yeah. I'm good for her. Man. For right. For real. Um, so let's move on to another topic called sisterly scandal. Sisterly scandals. Oh, Oh my God. <laughs> and uh, today's only sisterly scandal is about Gigi Good. Uh, recently, Uh-oh. as in like, yeah, recently, like as in like yesterday or day before that, um, she was called out on Twitter because, you know, and, and let's be clear, Gigi is a young person. I understand that. she She's just not, you know, and she's also... White. She's also comes from a prominent family, so yeah. she she, it, she she is a product of her environment, the way she was raised. I don't think she's a bad person at all. I really like Gigi. I'm a big fan, but she made some very tone deaf posts about what's going on in America right now and her limited uh, political views uh, about what's happening in America. Um, what are your thoughts yeah. on that? Did you see what, what I'm talking about? <laughs> yeah, I saw it. And you know what? And I read the tweets. And like, you you know, like you've just said, I don't think she is a bad person. I don't think she is racist. I don't think uh, anything like that. However, to say that you are not politically educated, so you didn't know what you were saying. I, you know, I'm the most politically uneducated person in the world i don't know anything about politics however i do know that what happened is so wrong and yeah. that we all yeah. need to take a stand and you look at all of my all of my social media um this yesterday was flooded with support and you know black lives matter and everything like that so i think to say that you're not educated on it is bullshit because you are on twitter so if you if you posted that on your twitter then you would have seen what was going on right if you were on social media that day you would have known what was going on it's not about sitting watching the news or educating yourself on it it's not about somebody telling you about it it was all over your phone it was all over your your laptop whatever you were on if you were on twitter that day you knew what was going on and not even just that but like 
Um, outside of what happened yesterday with, with everything with Black Lives Matter and, and all of that jazz, because that, that's super important and something that's really specific that's happening right now that needs to be addressed. But also, on top of that, Trump is in office. Y you don't even have to have cable or the internet to know Trump is not a good person and he's ruining America. Like, that is just, it's a conversation that happens everywhere, every day, all the time. Like, it, it, you don't have to be political or know about politics to know what is happening in the world. You just don't. I don't know anything about the UK politics, but I know I don't even know what his name is. The Trump over there that y'all have as the prime Boris minister, Johnson. Yeah, like I I don't know anything about him or what what how how the structure of your government is, but I know that he's not a good person. I don't know anything about Brazil's. Uh, politics, but I know that their president is not a good person, you know, and, 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 uh, yeah. does bad things, you know, and it doesn't take much to use your voice for something positive. It's, it's less of a political thing and more of a moral and ethics thing. You, 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 you have to have good morals and good ethics. And if you have good morals and good ethics, then you know it's something wrong and you need to speak on it. Yeah, definitely. And listen, she is, <clears throat> she's young. She's new to this whole, she's just been thrust into the spotlight of fame and everything like this. She's on one of the biggest shows in the world. And social media can be such a sticky place. You know this. Yeah. You know, it, it takes one bad tweet and it that can mean weeks of digging yourself out of what you said, whether you meant to say it or not, whether it was an accident, whether you meant anything hurtful by it or not you have still got to deal with that. And I think this is, you know, going to be a great learning lesson for her. Absolutely. Um, because, you know, with Twitter Girl, you can be loved one day and then next day you'll wake up and go, whoa, what the fuck has happened? Oh, yeah. And, the, the, fan base out is, for blood. Eh, the fan base is very, very uh, uh, tricky with, with that kind of thing. And um, what I love about you, and me and you are very similar because we just say it like it is and we just tell everybody our opinions and, you know, <laughs> we don't we don't waver from that, you know, and, and it never comes from a malicious place. It's just the fact. It's just how it is. Yeah, it's just how it is. I think Gigi will uh, come into her own, especially um, – in the next year because she's going to get a, gain a lot of experience with the world of what's happening. And, um, I wish her well. I think that she's going to do great things. I think she's a phenomenal entertainer. Her point of view of drag is great. And, um, I, I think that people should, um, help educate her rather than try to tear her down right now. Cause it's, it, you know, it's, it, she's so young. Yeah. hundred percent. I mean, there's, there's two scandals with her this week as well. There's the Jeffree Star thing. Oh, what was she's Jeffree Star? Oh, yes, because she was... She's she was done a collaboration with Jeffree Star and people are calling her out for breaking the rules of isolation. And, you know, with the, people are calling her, you know, saying that she's done a video with a racist, a known racist, talking about Jeffree Star. And it's so the things that, you know, happened this week, plus the Jeffree Star announcement, I just think they've both come together at the wrong time. And I, I, I do feel sorry for her, but at the same time, you know, she's she, she's learned a lesson from this, so. I knew about that. I heard about the Jeffree Star thing. It. I wonder what her thought process is. I, I don't know if she lives at home with her mom or not, but um, I wonder what her mom has said to her about all of this. 
Yeah, I mean, all of this comes down to you know, you come off you come off Drag Race and everything's new, and then you get a manager, and then you you learn and you meet people who have been in this game for years. They're the people that can guide you, and you know. I'll always phone my manager when something comes up and they'll go, well, we don't think it's a good idea or we do think it's a good idea or go about it this way. And I think once she's got that support system around her, then she'll have a much better chance at, you know, not falling at hurdles and stuff like that. So definitely a lot of hard lessons for her this week. (laughs) Um, (laughs) But speaking of political, I want to move on to our next topic, which is called politics. Uh Breaking news tonight on work. And you do. And when I say you do like you literally one of the best impersonations of someone famous out there like it's so good and it's unfortunately it's trump but fortunately for us it is so good and you do such a great job of parodying him um do you get (laughs) oh my gosh do it again thank you it's great to be here trinity the talk work podcast it's the best podcast in all of podcast history oh my god um (laughs) do you get any heat from doing trump do you know what? No, not really. And I think the reason why is because, you know, when I was in the workroom for the Snatch Game episode, it was always a, you know, it was a toss up in the air of who I was going to do. And then when I saw Rue's reaction to it, I was like, well, that's definitely the one I've got to do. And I think, especially the way British humour is, I think everybody can see that I'm taking the piss out of him. Um, right making him look stupid and it's satire and everything like that it's you know there was never anything and i kind of you know the more i see online especially this week yesterday actually the way he's reacted to what's gone on in is it minneapolis uh-huh minneapolis yeah yeah the way you know what's happening there and the tweets he's been saying i kind of think is it time to put him is it time to put this character on a shelf and never do it again um no no and I've exactly, but then I've thought to myself, no, why should you? Because by me taking the piss out of him makes him look even more stupid and brings light to the fact that he is a really bad person. So, I, yeah, I should keep doing it. Yeah, um, you should. You're doing it, it, it. First of all, it's entertaining. Second of all, the way that you do it is it's almost it's almost like I protest a little bit of the fact that this man is so dumb that <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm going to make fun of him because he's so dumb. And this is, you know, we need, we don't need this kind of leader. And it just reiterates, especially for a fan base like Drag Race that might not be politically savvy, that don't watch the news, that don't know what's going on. You're educating them on Trump, on things that they might not know. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I mean, that's the, that's the funny part about it. On, you know... On the Wild Presents Plus show that we did in lockdown, the Trump learns things is everything that we were saying in those episodes were things that were actually happening, things that were actually being said by Trump, but said in a in a comedic way. And it's kind of crazy that the sketch or parody of me doing Trump is actually stuff that has come out of his mouth as a president. It's crazy. It's it's how he is still in power. I do not know. I I don't know either. I all I know is. People better go out and vote in November, and if they don't, I, I mean, I don't, I don't even know, girl. I mean, what do you think will happen? Do you think he? I mean, I think what's going to end up happening is if he stays in power, 
what happened in Minneapolis is going to happen literally across this nation. I think people are going to flood the streets like they did in China um, a while back and, and demand change until we overthrow the government. And, and that is what's got to happen in America. And actually, yeah. that brings me to my next topic. Um, here in America, there has always been a racist underline with this country. It was founded on that. Um, there's still been many unlawful murders by police and tons of racist Americans against people of color, uh, specifically uh, black people. Um, I, you know, I, we'll come back to America, but I, because you don't live here, you live in the UK, I don't know that much about uh, racism there. Is it prevalent there as well? Or, um, I mean, it's definitely, you know, it's definitely always been a thing. You've always heard about racism. Um, I don't know if it's as rife as it is in the US. Uh, I, I mean, I, again, I'm, I'm not, a person of color in the UK, so I can't tell their story, but I know that racism is definitely a thing. You know, I've got, you know, the, my friend circle, people who are people of color, you know, they, they have told me things and, you know, I don't see it so much as the police brutality thing over there that you're going through is, I wouldn't say you hear of it over here as much. Um, it seems like every week, there's something new in America with police attacking black people for no no reason. Yeah, it, um, it is it is a bad problem here. And you, it, I, I I really I'm really not educated on the on as much as I'd like to give you, but uh, it's definitely a thing over. And I just it's just something that needs to stop. I think I, what's going to happen is what like, them burning down that target. I I I just tweeted this earlier this morning. I think we should burn down this whole damn country until there is real change. We have got to get all of these racist, crooked politicians out of all branches of government. Not you know, more so than the president, uh, like Congress and the Senate, we have got to get them out of there because those are the ones that pass laws. And are, what is it what is it about this is what I could never understand. What is it about the color of somebody's skin that makes somebody so angry? What what is it? And it, um, know, just... I'll tell you what I think it is. I is it's doing some research. I mean, I am still not as versed on uh this topic as a lot of people, but I think a lot of the corruption that happens in this country has to do with money. Uh, uh, you know, um, our um, judicial system arrests and imprisons people, a lot of people of color, um, puts them in prisons because the prison system is a moneymaker. It is a business. It's it, it's not, re it, you know, it's not just to put people, yeah. it's not just to put bad people away. It's to put somebody in the system and keep them in the system because it makes money. That is wow. what it, everything terrible that is happening in America and really across the world is the root of it is money, money and religion and religion goes back to money. Mo uh, religion fuels money. If you get people scared because of religion, 
you oh, can make me about religion. Yeah, oh. you can make money <laughs> off of it. It's 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 just a cycle, and that, that's what I'm saying is there needs to be real change. We have got to have um, a president in office that's re- and 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 get a, an all democratic Senate, an uh, you know majority democratic um, Congress to really push out laws to um, really make change. You know, the US, the U.S. had their first black president. And I mean, it was just such a beacon of hope. And now look where we are. Well, what, I, that, what happened is, is oh. that that was such a big step for America. But it also... Um, I think ra- it angered a lot of people Yeah, as well. it riled up all of these, like, racists that were just sitting low and fueled this Trump movement, which it, it, which I just don't get, and I just hope it changes. But I, I enough of politics for today. I could I could keep going <laughs> on. Um, thank you so much for being on my podcast today. You're welcome, my darling. I want to leave you with something that my grandmother used to always tell me: If you ain't got nothing nice to say, come sit by me. <laughs> until <laughs> next that. time. Yes. Until next time. Thank you, guys. Bye.